And now. And now, introducing the one, the only, the future with Jenna Benemy on Dash Talk X. I love it. Three, three, two, two, one. Hello, hello. You guys are listening to The Future of with Jenna Benemy. I have an amazing guest today. Um, you probably already know him, Derek Warburton. I didn't want to butcher it, Derek <laughs> Warburton. You know what? It's the easiest name to say. And honestly, you know, it's so funny. I have a brand new magazine launching called Mr. Warburton. Yeah. And everyone has a hard time pronouncing it. And I go, War Burton. Burton. Yeah. I mean, it's real like Richard Burton. It's yeah. so easy, but no one can seem to throw it out real quick you yeah. know what i mean it's <laughs> so, so it wasn't funny me. but and then they're like oh duh and then it's just you know once you get over the little hump uh-huh. it, we're good to go and then it's always fine but and then it's always warburg and i'm like i know i sound jewish yeah. half the time <laughs> but it's not warburg it's warburton <laughs> well yeah you have a little bit of an east coast accent where are you from oh big time east coast i'm from new hampshire mm. but you know, the minute I could go- leave, I was on that bus for real. You know, it's like like RuPaul's story. Like I was, you know, a pair of high heels in a dream. I didn't have high heels, but I was on that bus with a huge dream to New York City to the Fashion Institute of Technology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's backtrack a little bit because I want to introduce what you do first. So you're okay, the creative yeah. director for La Palm Magazine. Yes. As one of like 50 things that you're doing. But yes. tell us a little bit about how you got into that. Oh, that's a story. Okay, so years ago, when I first, first moved to L.A., which was about four years ago, I really knew no one. And I had an old business manager who called and said, hey, there's a magazine based in Florida, and I bet they would put you on the cover if you kind of helped them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And just did consulting, because I've been doing consulting for years and whatever. And I've worked for magazines since I could, you know, like I was on my own and really working in the industry. And so we did a call and uh, we worked out that deal. And so I shot their September cover back in 15 and uh, I was on their cover and it did very well. Mm. And so the original owner, Kevin LaPalm, said to me, let's close this down. Let's do a TV production company and we'll partner on it. And I Mm. said, you know, interesting, but I'm so new in Hollywood And you know how it is when you're first new here. Right. You're lucky to get a meeting. Mm -hmm. And then they tell you and they're like, oh, how you doing? And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, no one gives a fuck about you. (laughs) So and that that, that, that truly happened more than one time. Wow. Literally in that language. I was like, wow. I don't get it. Why are they asking how you're doing? Like, oh, are you okay? Because they were like, you're a star in New York, but no one knows you here Mm. and no one cares. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see. And then... (laughs) That's how I think. I'm like, we'll see, honey. You'll just just wait and see. Love that. So, you, you know, I was like, oh, I'll get my, I'll get my, I'll get mine. I'll yeah. get mine. Yes. Yeah. So he and I were discussing and I said, you know, I think distribution is power, mm-hmm. especially in America. Right. You know, and very few people are doing print still. And he had the online going. It wasn't as strong and, you know, all these things. So I was like, let's partner on La Palme itself, mm-hmm. and then we'll introduce celebrity. We'll make it double sided. Uh, we'll bring in all this celebrity culture into it and high end lifestyle. And then that was it. And that was three and a half years ago. Amazing. Yeah. And, and what are you seeing in terms of growth for the magazine? Uh, distribution. It's in much more high end places. You know, mm-hmm. we're at Barnes and Noble. We're in first class lounges around America and all the major hubs for United, American, etc. Uh, we are known internationally we get major 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 press uh we have a great team behind our publicity team and they i mean it's daily mail it's us weekly it's everything you know we've been featured in vogue when Mm. and we're a magazine but we're featured for our cover stars and the stories yeah you just had megan good on your last cover yes i love megan good i love her i mean i've never met her when it's megan good she's She's amazing she's charismatic and she's real and she's fun and vivacious she seems great she's a hard worker Mm. she is very centered and spiritual she doesn't beat around the bush she knows what she wants. She knows what she needs. You know, I mean, she's been working since she was three years old. Wow. It has not gone to her head because it's been a long, long journey for her. Yeah. And she's just grateful for everything that comes to her. She's fabulous. We really get along. I was texting with her yesterday. <laughs> she's like, she's a cool, cool lady. Yeah. She's a lady. How old is she? 
37. Mm. And I know they've been discussing they want to have a baby. Uh, I just mm. saw randomly. I always see her at Chateau having dinner. And so I was like, hi again. <laughs> and uh, and she came to our table and she was talking about, you know, they want to get pregnant in the next year. And she, I mean, that's not a secret. She talked about it on Wendy yeah. Williams the other day. Uh, and But she's just incredible. And then we had uh, Max and Peta, Maxim uh, Chermoski, and then uh, Peter Murgatroyd in the new in the new issue from Dancing with the Stars. And mm. they're amazing. They've become friends. And Peter and I had breakfast the other morning. We hike. Like, she's divine. I love her. And we had Jake Borelli, who mm. is from um, uh, Grey's Anatomy. And he came out as gay on the show and in on real- his private oh, wow. Instagram the same night. Which was no really incredible. Way. Do you think they planned that? Uh he did because I mean he was out in his life, but he's like, I'm playing a gay character. This is such a good moment yes. to be gay in America. That's pretty it really cool. is, despite the governmental things. Like yeah. this is a good moment. You know, we're free. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no And I I'm gonna ask you about that because I yeah. think that you're such an inspiration to many because you're bold and unapologetic and you're just and you're and you're really making it in terms of what you know, I think people strive to achieve. And so um, first I want to talk about your story though, because I know that, you know, you had a rocky start to life. Uh, That is an understatement for sure. Share with us. (laughs) Well, you know, like many children, uh, product of divorce, I was 10 years old. My brother had just died and it Mm. just, it caused a lot of obviously turmoil within the house. And uh, at the same time, my mother's mother died, oh and my God. that was like she was she was and she had been in a nursing home as my entire life. Mm. My my grandmother, yeah, and then she, so it was so many things, yeah. And then my mother met someone new, and it wasn't a man, so oh. it was a little shocking, which was fine. And then um, we ended up moving, and. Her partner was very abusive. And so that started another life for me that I had from 10 years old until I was 16. I moved, I left them when I was, and we were, I mean, this homeless, uh, it was very abusive, mental, emotional, everything. You know, it's like I couldn't have friends. I couldn't leave my room. I couldn't, you you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was very much like that. And, um, you know, when you're homeless, you don't have a room. So, you know, I was free then. Right. But, you know, and then right. you and you move into other things. And so it was just, it was not a good environment. And I knew, you know, I, I came to, a, I was very blessed that I could control myself and get a grip on myself very early mm-hmm. because I knew if I had stayed, I would have committed suicide. Oh my God. And so it was like when, you know, I just made a life choice, even at that young age. Yeah. And I was like, you are staying or you're going to go and, or it's just done. And luckily I had an amazing family that was still on the East coast in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. You know, my father remarried and she's still, she's still in my life. You know, she's one of, she may be the closest person in my life. My, oh, my stepmom. That's such a nice story. It's such she's a nice mom, outcome, though. right? She's because my mom. You never yes. know. And you know, but, and then that was, you know, moving away from them, but I haven't seen my mother my biological mother since I left that day. No way. Never. That's so strange to me Never. because here you are. You have not. Did you come out before you left? No. And what's funny is that I didn't really realize her situation. And then when I came out to her when I was 17, she said, I love you anyway. And I said, excuse me? What? But, but her partner but, was but a woman. She had never, but she had never admitted anything and told me that I was lying to her about herself. Wow. I said, oh, honey, this is, no, mm-mm, no. But I understand where she came from. She apologized for that later on. But yeah. it was during a series of phone calls when I was 25 years old. When I called to forgive her wow. after she had lied about having Huntington's disease, never went to the doctor, <gasps> all these things to get me to call, which I understand a parent's plight, right? but you've crossed the line so many times now mm. and I'm not falling back into that. I ended that at 15. Am I going to do it at 25? No, wow. you don't deserve to be in my life, unfortunately. And it is sad. It's sad for her. I was blessed enough to have an amazing mom. My dad, my grandmother, yeah. my my uh, paternal grandmother was an 
I wouldn't be who I am without her. She Aww. was my inspiration. She was my kindness. She was my love for so many years. Because when I moved in with my dad the same week, my stepmom had my brother. The same week. So here I am, mentally unstable, just a mess. Yeah. You know, I'd put on so much weight, obviously, from just happiness, all yeah, these things. Stressing. And I was just so depressed and just couldn't function. Mm. And pathological liar. That's why I'm so, you know, because everything was a lie. Right. Every single situation that I was in before, no one knew about my situation. Mm-hmm. No one. No one until later on in high school. So my parents couldn't figure out what, it's like, what is wrong with him? But they mm-hmm. had no, they had no clue. So when I finally said, okay, I, the gay thing is, it didn't even matter mm-hmm. because it had already gone through the wash. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, oh, well, hello, she is. And then when I came up to her, funny enough, she was like, no, I'm not. And I go, oh, no, this is why I really left. You're delusional. Wow. You know, which bless her. She's, she seems to be happy now. Partners have reached out that they've seen me on television and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And they've read about, you know, they read about me or they yeah. Google or something. And so like a, a, an ex-partner had reached out maybe five years ago and said, hey, just so you know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> not to even go there, but she's right. safe and well and living in Florida and whatnot. And God bless her, you know. And she's watching you from the sidelines and proud of you in her own way. I'm sure she is. And I don't I don't know for that for a fact, but I'm sure. I'm right. sure, you know. I I'm mean, sure she was already looking then, so I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure your story is inspiring and relatable to many who are going through similar challenges at home. I mean, yours, it's a, it's a bit unique given, you know, her dynamic right? Um, yes. and the lack of acknowledgement, right. but it's still a lack of acceptance and you felt like you had to flee. And so, I mean, what advice do you have for kids who are struggling at home dealing with their sexuality and maybe overbearing parents? Right. Um, uh, the advice I have isn't about sexuality. It's about living. Mm. Survive survive i had fashion Mm, i had your outlet magazines i had everything you know that's what i went for Mm. and so that was my fantasy world which has helped create my life right and and the dream that i've built now is because i went into a fantasy land i walk everywhere and everyone laughs at me because we're in la no one walks anywhere you know what i mean and i always walk because that was my therapy that's how I survived that time because the only thing I was allowed to do was be in our yard. And when we finally weren't homeless anymore, we had a yard. Mm. And no one knows. This. this is so funny. I've never told this story before. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had a field in the back. Uh. And there was a walking path around that field that I would walk it for three hours almost every night. Wow. Because that was my survival. Because I wasn't allowed to do anything. I wasn't allowed to have friends. I wasn't allowed to watch television. I couldn't leave my room except to do that. I was allowed to be in the yard, but I couldn't do anything else. So I literally would just walk around in circles yeah. in a little field for hours. I think that kept you sane. My sister actually just sent me, we send each other DMs all the time, like health stuff. Uh-huh. And just this morning, she sent me something about walking for 30 minutes a day actually keeps you healthy. Yes, of course. And so. It, and that's not just physical, it's mental. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's. I need air. I need sunlight. I need to be outside. And I'm not an outdoorsy person per se. No, I don't think anyone looking at you would think that. (laughs) (laughs) You're too pretty. Yeah, but that's that's very kind to say. But the diamonds do glisten very well in real sunlight. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) You know, I mean, I... Love being outdoors. I do, you know, I mean, I'm from the country. I'm from like a little tiny, tiny town in Mm. New Hampshire. I graduated with 35 students. Do you have survival skills? Like if you're left in the wilderness? No. Okay. Actually, (laughs) I know. I wish I did. I wish I was more well-rounded like that. Mm. No, unfortunately, I'm not. I was never a Boy Scout. Yeah, they didn't have, they didn't, although I was in the ROTC. No way. If you can believe that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. For how long? Uh, Maybe almost three years. Interesting. I know. In high school. In high school. Okay. Because my biological mother, I don't know what she was doing. She's trying to wash the gay away or something like uh, that. Okay. Uh-huh. That I had to go in the ROTC. Although there's a lot of amazing... Well, first of all, don't get me started on gays in the military, and but especially trans, since that was just illegal. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, that makes me angry. Uh, if you want to serve our country, 
and you are able and willing and brave enough. I'm not. Mm-hmm. If you are, you deserve the opportunity. To be, yeah. yeah, the opportunity to be able to be in our military. So mm. that's my only political thing today. But right. I just I, that that struck me. I was like, you're willing to die for our country, mm-hmm. but now we're saying you can't because of some ridiculous something between your legs. Who cares? Right. It's outrageous. That right. kills me. Anyways, moving on. Well, I want to know um, before we get into the professional stuff. Are you dating anyone? Unfortunately, no. Okay. I would love to. You know, I I have a big life. Yes. You have to be able to handle that because yeah. I'm living my dream. So you need you're to be able to come scene, into it. You're constantly oh, sure. in the media yes. and you're out All and about. Uh-huh. And are you the monogamous type? Oh, to a fault. Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm, nah, nah, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, if I like you, I'm in. Yes. It, the, the day we're done, it's done. Because, like, I had this boyfriend that I was living with years ago, and I was dealing, 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 dealing. And I go, okay, no, nope, mm. we're done. Tonight. Tonight, we're done. That's it. And it wasn't even a scene. It was on his end, not on mine. I was like, you're done. You have crossed too many lines. And you never looked back? No. So have you ever had a breakup where you took him back? No. Wow, you are one tough cookie. It's not even that. It's just that I can tolerate a lot, but that's friendship too. You know, Mm -hmm. I've taken, I've taken back people, but it takes a minute and you know what? We all make mistakes. We all need to grow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I pride myself on trying to be kind. Yeah. And if you don't give a second chance to someone, who are you? Right. Come on. Like, you know, we all. We have moments in time. Sure. I know, you know, I mean, I've destroyed friendships over silly things and whatnot. And Mm. I was like, I'm sorry. Right. You know, but usually it's more about it's it's very difficult to balance time. And I'm always the one that has a million friends and I'm trying to get everybody in. I'm trying. And then so when the schedules start shifting Mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, can you do this time to this time? Yeah. People don't like that. No, but I'm doing the best I can. You know what You're I mean? You're doing the best that and you can. And especially when, because yeah. I travel so much, you know, I just came back in November after a six month jaunt, mm-hmm. right? Running around because I'm an ambassador for fashion weeks in Europe and I do all these other things and yeah. I'm always running around and, you know, I needed, I needed some me time laying by the pool in Vegas mm. for three weeks in Jan. In oh, honey, you better call me. I love <laughs> oh, Vegas. Honey, let me tell you what. I don't go to anything. I don't do anything. I go to the SLS and no. I lay at that pool. I lay at that pool from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. Uh-huh. for three weeks in August. Let me tell you, I was ready. I was full. <laughs> I was like easy bake oven. I was done. No yeah, oh, way. Yeah, oh, forget it. I was crispy bacon. It was fabulous. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I love being tan, but I worry about, you know, aging the skin and then cancer. Oh, you just go in and get some blown out laser and you're fine. That's what I always do. It's like, oh, just go in and have something done. I love you. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, listen, no, because you know what? The reason why I started really tanning is because I had uh, psoriasis, mm. which so many people have, sure. you know, and the and it really helps. And, you know, it, this is so funny, you know, and this is such a Hollywood thing. Everyone's getting a spray tan. First of all, I feel dirty all the time anyways. <laughs> and I was like, ew, ew, ew. And then also, you know, I went to the skin doctor that I have, you know, because I do that. Um, it's the, the the vampire, you know, where they oh, the they draw your blood. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. The PRP. Thank you. Uh, so I go into, I was doing that on a regular basis, like once a month, right? Yeah. And so I'd go to the doctor who was a real doctor, not some hack like with the pens you know it's like a real doctor and she's amazing actually i love her oh dr kelly bender look her up (laughs) she's great shout out to dr kelly bender love her and so you know i'd be with her and she was like honey i'd rather have you in the sun than doing that that uh, that spray tan that Mm. spray tan is rat poisoning is it horrible for you you're better off in the sun they have some organic ones what about those you I'm not know. an expert on the subject. I'm not trashing an industry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll be coming at me with spray cans. I mean, you know, hello. That's, <laughs> that's enough I already wear fur. I've got enough spray cans coming at me. I don't need the tannins right. too. But a lot of them aren't good for you at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And also they say organic. You have to trust your person. Because, True. sorry, you know, we go to the grocery store and it's all lies. 
<laughs> Alex Cajanaris was on the show um, talking about the restaurant industry and, um, you know, he's a chef, he's a lawyer, he's a bit yeah. of an expert on the definition of organic, right. FDA approved, all of that. And yes. he had explained that unless it says 100% organic, yes, it doesn't actually mean that it's organic oh, yeah. because it could be 96%, but that right. 4% could kill you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, the rest is all cyanide. Right. Yeah. No, I know. You know what? The grocery stores is a hack. Right. It's a lie. Apparently there's a very small section that says 100% organic and I can't seem to locate it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The grocery stores are all lies. You know, I knew that there's this very fancy grocery store in New York City called Citarella. Uh-huh. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. It's very, it's very fancy. Okay. <laughs> it's very fancy. Like, you know, it's one of those, right? And he was a butcher. He used mm-hmm. to be a club promoter. D- don't ask. I was like, wow, that's a career change. Anyway, so he's a butcher and he's telling me about, you know, this $20 cut of meat that was actually $4 and then they flip it over and they change how they cut it and then they're selling it as this $20 and then selling it as the $20 cut mm-hmm. of meat. That's Citarella. I was like, wow, okay. And he was like, oh, if you only knew, how- it's all lies. Yeah. It's all lies. Well, the whole yeah, grass you know, you fed, oh. you know, it doesn't matter. It's not legit. I never really understood the grass-fed thing, and uh-huh. now I understand it because it was explained to me that, you know, m- mostly in America, when you eat um, eggs, butter, whatever, it, they feed the cows uh, wheat and things like that, and that doesn't digest. Right. So all of the bad things that come out of wheat are now in their body, mm-hmm. so it's not the same. And grass-fed, it's one hundred percent that that's the that's the cleanest. So like so that's why there will be they'll say Irish butter because mm-hmm. they're all grass-fed or French butter. It's all oh, Kerrygold is a the best butter. Um, but for grass-fed, it's so what I read is that it's not legit because only a portion of their diet is grass, so they're still getting the other stuff in there. So you're paying twice as so much you're for all the lies. meat. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's all. It's all. Lies. It's all lies. So basically, I'm vegetarian, and right. yeah, you well, know, even that, you know. Yeah, I know it's so funny. It's like, oh my god, you don't want to eat or do anything. It's all about you know just yourself. It's it's like, oh my gosh, let me just lick the sweat off my arm. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I was like, if I could survive on that, I'd be good. I'd save a fortune. <laughs> right. So tell me about your very first job ever. Oh my god, uh, my first 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 job was uh, at the grocery store. I worked at grocery stores forever when I was no a kid. Way. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Well, That's how I got the money. To buy the magazines. Interesting. So every day, and I was the wor- I was the worst, but no one would ever fire me because it just became social. So I knew all the customers and all the customers loved me. Mm. So I was a bag boy forever because that was the first job you could get. I've worked since, for, I mean, the minute I could get hired, I was hired. Yeah. And I would work 10 hour days. Yeah. And so, but that's literally how I started buying magazines. Because how else would I have any money? I mean, we, hello, we were homeless. Like There was no other way. And so I had that little job. And then when I moved back with my, my stepmom and my dad, you know, that I was telling you, mm. uh, that was the first thing I did. I was like, I got a job at the grocery store. But again... Uh, so what I would do is I would help people, you know, I don't know if they do that anymore, but back in the day, you would take out the, the cart for everyone. Yes. And okay. That's so funny. Continue. And so, but the tip money was the magazine money. Yes. Yeah. I was just about to ask you if uh-huh. you got tipped. It's funny. Yes. I had another guest on the show that did this and I asked about the tip and he was like, well, yeah, maybe a little bit, but I'm like, that's the most interesting part of this. Yeah. TV. So I would always make like sometimes, well, because I became friends with all these people. And it was all these moms, you know, it's so yeah. funny. I still, I have the same fan base now. It's like a joke. It's like, it's everybody's mom loves me. I'm that guy. It's like, you either have to be, my fan base is 15 years old or 50 and up. That's right. how I write. It's just, I'm like, oh Lord. Uh, anyway, it's fine. Uh, so, uh, you know, I would become friends with all of these people, but they would, you know, but that's how I got the tips because they'd be like, oh, here, honey, take $5. Which was a lot of money back that then. That was a lot of money then, you know, but that was, you know, because I'm at, you know, now a Vogue is $8 for God's right. sakes. And back then it was three fifty. Mm. So I was like, oh, two mags. Yes. You know, <laughs> so I could always, but that's what I spent on my magazines because, you know, I, of course, was a fashion freak. So every mm. nickel I had went into the Louis Vuitton jar. I love that you actually ended up in the industry that you dreamt of. Like, that never happens, you know? I've interviewed a bunch of guests on the show already, and not one person 
is doing what they wanted to do. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. I will tell you that I have lived and I'm living every single dream I've ever had from the beginning. There was no, there was no, there was nothing around it. Like I am living every dream. Uh, you know, there's a few things, but I, I'm the type of person. It's so funny. I was talking to a friend about this. You know, I don't get upset when something hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have these goals in life and whatever. And I've pretty much every goal that I had as a naive person and young, I've been able to live. Mm. Yachts in San Tropez, walking the red carpet at the Grand or whatever, whatever awards and all these big parties. You know what I mean? Those, yeah. Because those are surface things that you don't know. You you open up a tabloid when you're a kid and that's what you see. Right. You and know? that was big back then. There was of that course. show with... um. What's her name? Who passed? Joan Rivers. Joan, of course. Oh my god! Right, Don't like she she started. made it. Well, I still have. I have the Joan Rivers career. Yeah, hustle, hustle, you- <laughs> hustle, 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 hustle. You, really you never do. know. And I go up and down, up and down, up and down. You never know. You yeah. know, I'm rich one day and broke the next. I never know. You right. know, but that literally same career. You know, and so I just keep going and going and going. And but that's why I've been able to live and do everything. You know, if you give me an opportunity in Antarctica, I'm like. How much luggage can I bring? Right. <laughs> you know, but that's, I don't say no because you can't say no because you never know. You know, I mean, you never know what's going to work. So I just keep going and trying things. And I will tell you, at first it hurt because I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But then as you grow, you know, I started in hair and makeup. I worked in house at Moschino, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day in Italy. I, was, you know, I did makeup and hair. I was an agent. I owned an agency. I've done all these things. So now, you know, having magazines and being able to, you know, I have a new one launching very soon, as you know, mm. and being able to put it together. I'm like, I have the resources that I can just get on that phone. Right. And make it all happen with a few good people. And I'm yeah. like, I need you to do this for me. Yes. Because I bring now mm. a lot of opportunities to people. So... I'm no, I notice an interesting theme amongst the most successful that I've spoken to. And it's, it goes back to that old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, right. Your network honey, is everything. Th- that's all. Th- you, listen, you need to have a skill set for sure. Yes. But after that, right. If you're not a social person, go home. Right. It, 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 well, well, you're going to be home anyways because you're not. Home. No, it's all about you have to have a strong network. That's mm-hmm. it. Because I can literally get on the phone. You know, yeah. I like we did a party, what, two weeks ago uh, for La Palme. It was fabulous. You know, we had all these celebrities and da, 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 da. Mm. Right. I filled that room with 300 people of my friends. Right. Or people that I know. Because they bring people, they bring people, they bring people. We meet, you know, business mm. people and whatever. And, you know, like the big success here, which I'm definitely learning. If you can fill a room in New York and L.A., you got something going. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to be able to fill a room. Right. And that is, I, I can fill a room in New York and here, which is fabulous. You, you know, you are definitely onto something. Yeah. Um, and I'm not afraid either. Yeah. You know, like literally this morning, uh, Jamie King, I've worked with a couple of times. I know her. I met her with um, Harvey Weinstein, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with, with Taylor Swift, who is amazing and fabulous. And I literally just was like, I saw, um, I was walking with my publicist out of a meeting and I saw Jamie on the street the other day with her kid. And I was like, I'm not going to disrupt her right now, but I have her phone number. And so I literally texted her today and I said, Hey, I got this going on with this, this, this. Are you interested? She wrote back. Oh my God. How are you? I haven't talked to you. Yes. I'm definitely sent to me. Can't be afraid. You can't be afraid. No. And I'm always friendly. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Hey girl. Hey boy. (laughs) Hey dude. Like whatever. You know what I mean? Whoever you are. You're open. Whatever your pronoun is, I'm in. <laughs> so that's your advice then. Your advice is to get out there and talk to as many people and build your network and never say no, right? You and I had spoken about not turning down um internships and opportunities to oh work God, for no. free. Why? No, listen, Tell us. Listen, I work for free every day. I don't care what anyone says. You know, it's like I speak at these schools and you know, uh I think it was last year, year and a half ago, I went back to my high school. Mm. Which was the most healing experience I had had since that was the final frontier for me in healing. After the mom, after after all the BS, you know, all the BS stuff that I had been through. And, you know, like I had my young adult major issues and did did all that stuff and whatnot. And then that was the final frontier that really was like, okay, 
there's nothing to be afraid of mm. because I went to that school and that was, you know, when I moved in with my parents, you know, that was the early nineties in a tiny, tiny conservative town in New Hampshire. And I didn't grow up with any of them. Mm-hmm. And I was the first male cheerleader in our region. No way. My grandmother, <laughs> my, my stepmom's mom, uh-huh. who just literally passed like three months ago. Oh. I know. She, yeah. Yeah. A little upsetting. Uh, she went to bat for me and got me onto that cheer squad because that I is amazing. In and they didn't want the controversy, so I wasn't allowed in. And then she went to bat at the school board and got me in. But what I, a great I, but woman. I, ma- I made, I made the team. Like I was like number five out of fifteen or right. whatever. You know, I made the team. Yeah, but, you knew your stuff. But they said no because they didn't want drama. Mm. And so, uh, so I got on the team, and then it was amazing. And but so that was talk about bullying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, you know, and this is the early nineties. By the men or the women? By the boys or girls? Uh, a little bit of both. What cha- the the cheerleading s- situation changed everything, which is so funny because, you know, th- they they would call me the f word, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a very early night. It's like that word now is such a joke. It's like, oh, mm-hmm, and. right, yeah, <laughs> who cares? You <laughs> know what I mean? You. And so, you know, wear it with pride. Um. But but then that was such a thing. Yes. And, you know, at, but everyone in my school turned around and said, he may be, but he's ours. No way. And then that changed everything. Yeah, and, and that's then, through cheerleading. And then cheerleading. it was okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And oh then, the, and then that was okay. And then, and then it was okay. So you were like a legend there. Oh, hardly. No. But, you know, I, I just, I broke, after I've been through everything. Uh-huh. I've been through homelessness, sexual abuse, mental abuse, physical, blah, 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 blah. everything mm-hmm. had happened. Not, not from, you know, not in the same situation I told you, but sure. it had all happened in my life Yeah, by 15 years old. Jesus. After that, go or don't. That was it. And I was like, you are going to live out loud. You are going to be you. Yeah. Do it. And you know, I've had waves of that and whatever, but I, I'm, I'm, I've been me. I'm not changing. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm thrilled and blessed to be able to be myself. We live in America. Yeah. This is the best country. It really is. And people need to be reminded. Yeah. So let's talk about the times right now, right? Yes. It's, it's truly the best time for anyone in the LGBTQ plus community right now. Wouldn't you say? Yes, I should say some, better than for, ever. For many. From, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely better than ever. Of course. Well, in, enlighten us because I, you know, you know more than I do. Yeah. I mean, you know, this administration, which I'm not going to, I just, I'm not political and I don't slam our president ever. Mm-hmm, right. I just don't because we, the people, put him there. Sure. So you can d- be whatever you want. And I have a lot of friends that would agree and some of that, a lot of them would not. Right. But I, I, that's just how I live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not putting down someone that lives in Iowa for their issues and for their reasoning right. for wanting what they want. You sure. know what I mean? If I, you know, I vote, I do this, I do that. Okay, I understand because it's not about me. It's about us. Right. And that's the thing. And I think that that needs to be remembered. What has been an amazing blessing is that the media has changed so much. Mm. And online has changed and everything has changed. So it definitely is the best time to live. Mm. You know, there's definite difficulties, but there has to be, there's always going to be pushback when things become very liberal Mm. because we live in America, you know, so it's not all liberals. Right. There's a lot of conservative people too, and they deserve their voice. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. I th- I think everyone deserves their voice. And so, uh, you know, again, I'm upset about the trans in the military. Yeah. I think that's disgusting. But it's okay to be gay in the military. So that is progress. Sure. At least, you know, and sorry, 20 years ago. I mean, let's talk about, I mean, look at Nazi Germany. That wasn't that long ago. People no. were still alive. Right. You know, I mean, look at what's going on in Africa, honey. That, I mean, that's happening recently. You know, these are not. Mm-hmm. That's why we're blessed to live here. And I always say it. You know, there's no need to make America great again. It depends on who you are for it. If it's going to be great. It's always been great. It is great. We need to continue to make it greater. That's how I feel about you it. You know, I love your passion and your positivity because I think it's so easy to complain and focus on all of the ways that maybe you're not content with society. But you're over here saying we actually have a lot of opportunity 
Um, things are moving in the right direction for us and we yeah. need to be appreciative and we also need to be respectful of differences of opinion. Right. And I think that's, you know, but th- that's the, that's the thing, you know, like with our, tr- with our president, he has an opinion, he puts it out there. He can't be surprised when people have a different opinion. I mean, that's just the world and he should honor that. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say, sometimes you get upset, but of course we're human beings We're we have feelings, right? You know what I mean? I mean, come on, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of things that are going on in the white house, it just feels disheveled. Right. But. You know, everyone that's in the white, I mean, everyone that's working is an educated person. Come on. I mean, they got in there. Right. You know, and what an amazing feat to be able to even get in there to work and to make a difference in the country. And, you know, again, it's difficult. I'm not versed enough to pretend that I can talk about politics in an educated way. Right. I'm just not. So I just, I don't put out negative vibrations in a world that doesn't need any more negativity. I'm with you on that, and I I respect the approach. I think that it's really easy to look at a couple of memes or news snippets and feel like you understand the situation. But um, I the approach that I respect the most is either acknowledging that you don't have all of the facts or thoroughly doing your research before um, attempting to persuade folks in one direction or another. Right. No, I just, I don't, I don't believe in that kind of approach. I mean, I have my opinions and, but we all do and everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. And so we have to go with the collective opinion. Right. Because that's because we're lucky because we're free. Right. <laughs> and we have the opportunity and you know, I mean, we could be in Russia, which I don't know the political thing there, but I, I mean, they're not really allowed to speak <laughs> about certain things, you right. know, so I, I, we're free. We're lucky. If you don't like something good, talk about it, but know the facts, number one, because mm-hmm. I think people just talk and it's like, okay, yeah. no, you know, and unfortunately and fortunately with social media, everyone now has a voice Yes, and whether it's educated or not, right? you know, so you have to sift through it all and not, you have to be educated enough within yourself to know how to sift. And I, I, I think that a lot of people don't have that and they're miseducated. I don't mm-hmm. I never want to call anyone uneducated. I would prefer to call them miseducated. Right. Or uninformed. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, I want to know tell us some ways that your sexuality has propelled you forward. Oh, hilarious. Uh that's an interesting question. And so do you I know I want to tell before, you why okay. Yeah, I want to tell you why I'm bringing this up. I heard and I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I heard that in schools today the popular kids are the gay kids. They're the ones leading the way. And so I'm seeing that and I'm seeing, you know, career opportunities come up and, and, you know, pride and this and that, and just a lot of support for the LGBTQ plus community, which is amazing. And I think that there's, I think what we're either seeing now or going to see are opportunities specific, specifically for that community. Right. And so, so people who are straight are going to miss out on opportunities. So it's kind of like a little vice versa from where it's been. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what? It's the test of time. Hmm. That's it. You know, if we wouldn't be having this discussion, if we were in ancient Greece. Right. Right. Because at that time there was a place, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a place for the LGBTQ community. There really was, you know, and, and, but even with, in Native American culture, there was a place, mm. you know, and it's interesting. It's just, I think, again, with social media, with the Internet and everything, people are finding their place. And the fact that the gay kids are more popular in school, I, I think that the gay kids are becoming very evolved. Mm-hmm. I think that the Gen Z is not afraid of sexuality. Right. I think they're open to sexuality. Yes. Which is changing our country because as soon as, you know, I hear this a lot, the old white men are out of office, mm. everything will change. Right. So we're not going backwards. No, but, but I don't that's think why, so. But funny enough, so in my mind and how I think, I think that with Mr. Trump and what's going on in, in the administration right now and who, everyone in Congress, I think it's their last hurrah. Mm. It's the last hurrah so? for the old white man. Oh, I think he will. <clears throat> yeah. The last hurrah doesn't mean 15 minutes. I think the last hurrah is when, when this crowd is not, is older. Uh huh. That's it for that 
mentality. Interesting point. Because I think coming up now, if you're in your 30s and your 40s, do you really care? No, you don't really. Some do, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. I think that many of them don't care as much. Right. You know, where before that's so foreign to them, again, miseducated. That's yeah. not, you know, and then that's they just point. didn't see it. They didn't grow up with it. We've grown up with this. We understand it and we know it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, the the white picket fence next door might be a fabulous gay couple from Detroit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, that's, right. but they have the white picket fence. You know, they're living that life, too. So it's not so foreign anymore. And what I do, what I will say politically about all of this is I find it so funny. And it's, it's, it's not funny. It's ironic mm. that for years when we were growing, you know, when we were kids and whatnot, all you would ever hear about is LGBTQ community as being promiscuous, mm. as being wild, right. as being this and that. And now, and all they did was criticize that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you criticize that lifestyle and then turn around and criticize them again for wanting to be settled and monogamous right? and couples and having children. It's just ironic, isn't yes, it? Yes, it it's is. It's very funny. But that's why things, uh, the change has been so drastic mm-hmm. in a decade that it's just going to keep going now. There is, I don't think there's really any going back, but that's what I mean about the last hurrah. Right. Because Trump, I think, has a very strong chance to get in again. Yeah. For sure, because he is, I I always call him the evil genius, but he is a genius. Mm -hmm. He is a genius. He has learned how to manipulate the media in his direction, even when they talk bad about him, Mm. because it's just the, it's just the wipe. And tomorrow he's got something new for you. He's the gift that keeps on giving. He really is. No, it's genius. Like what he does. He is a master manipulator. But you have to remember, he became a reality star on his own brain. Mm-hmm. Look what he did with that. And that was like one of the biggest reality shows in America. Right. But then he had a way into his home. They all knew him. They're like, oh, he's a no-nonsense guy. He's just going to tell it like it is. And da, 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 da. Mm. And, you know, and did did we not think, and I hate, and th- I it's sad that we even live in a country where I would think this. Did we not think there would be any backlash from having Obama? Mm. Did we really think that in the middle? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so sad. And racism in this country is just horrific. I have a girl. This is a, this is a true story. It happened yesterday. Okay. My, girl, my girlfriend called me. She is white, blonde, beautiful, mm. uh, married to an Iranian man. Okay. They have two gorgeous children. Her daughter went to school, very friendly, happy girl, totally like why, why, like, you know, tons of energy. She goes to school. Everyone really likes her. But there's one girl in school who informed her that she cannot be friends with her because she's black. What? They're in the third grade. Oh, my goodness. I was like, excuse me? And my girlfriend, she's like, I've been at the school all morning dealing with this little girl telling my daughter that she can't be friends with her because she's black and then teasing her about her lunch, whatever. But I was like, Mm. well, first of all, does what? And she's not black, which doesn't matter. Right. But it's obviously coming from the parents. Oh, clearly. You know, and I was like, how would a little girl who might be seven, eight years old or whatever, whatever that age is. Yeah. Even know to say to you. Yeah. I can't be friends with you because you're black. And when I tell you, I was like, what? First of all, not black doesn't matter, but like she's a, she's tan skin with brown hair. Yeah. That's just shocking shocking in this day and age. It really is. But can you believe it? And and I was like, oh, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So she dealt with it. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. So there, you know, look, this stuff is going to happen. A lot of it is misconception, I think, but you know, it's. I I truly believe it's how you go about correcting these situations that can right. impact change. So yes. if you go in like a bulldozer and you start to slam back, then you create hatred, right? But right. if you go in easy and you try to sort of, um, I think that if you can appeal to the senses, like the logic um, of 
the recipient, then you can affect change. So I'm curious kindness, to know how she handled kind, it. Kindness affects change. Yeah. So what did she do? She went to the school mm. because, and then of course she finds out that there's been multiple, multiple, multiple issues. With the same child. With the same child. Okay. And the school has gone to her and the school just said, um, no, we're not doing this. Deal with this now with the mother. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. my girlfriend had gone to her before just about uh, like another bullying situation and the mother was just. Oh, not, flippant. Oh, for, very much so. Oh, per, per, that's a my, shame. My child's perfect. And I was like, well, she's hearing it from somewhere. Yeah. But, but in your world, clearly you do think that's a perfect mentality. Yeah. You know, yikes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shifting gears yes. a bit mm-hmm. um, as I sip on my Azunia tequila. Oh, where's mine? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to an event, so I'll give you yours after. I want you to Thank be you. perfectly fresh. Thank you. Because uh, but- tequila for me is. It's a story waiting I know. to happen. <laughs> tell, tell me one. Tell me one where it ended a little bit disastrously. Well, a real disaster is uh, I remember I was in Palm Springs and it was over Christmas and I love a margarita. Mm. You know? What, what kind? Do you go skinny? Do you go spicy? Oh, spicy. I, I, I eat jalapenos every single Shut day. Up. In some capacity. Wow. Okay. In some capacity, I eat jalapenos and or have hot sauce, mm-hmm. one or the other, but usually both. What's your favorite hot sauce? Oh, I don't even know. Hot sauce. I don't know. Mm, interesting. Yeah, okay. One, uh, labels are such a part of my life that when it comes to <laughs> other things, I'm like, who knows? You're like that one. Okay, I'm like, I'm continue. Like, just bring it. Just bring it over. Yeah. There's certain things that I do and certain things I'm like, no, I don't have the brain capacity to yeah. worry about what kind of, what kind of hot sauce it is. Right. So <laughs> anyway, so very spicy tequila. And then we end up going to the, this club, right? But we're walking because mm. I told you I got to walk everywhere. And I have on this fabulous bracelet mm. uh, in diamonds, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we go full tilt all night dancing, just having the most divine time. Mm-hmm. And then get back to the hotel, had a drink at the bar. And then I wake up the next day, bracelet's gone. No. Yeah. That was a disaster. Like a disaster. Wait, did some hoe jack you? Probably. (gasps) And I don't know if the hoe was a man, woman, or anything else. But I will tell you that I was like, oh, my God. But the rings were all there. I mean, as you see, I'm full bling all the time. Yeah. And so... I was like, wow, did it just fly off? You know, it was one of those situations. Oh, it might yeah. have when you were dancing too. Maybe, yeah. Uh. So it was it was a heartbreaking tequila story. That's, yeah. That was heartbreaking. <laughs> and when I tell you the poor hotel, because talk about ripping a room apart. <laughs> yeah, everything but the wallpaper was down. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was respectful and tried to put everything back, but you know how that goes. You were in LA when this happened? Palm Springs. Palm Springs, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a tough tequila night. Yeah. So I do, I do love me some tequila. I was in Texas another time and we're like, oh, we'll just go for one. Well, eight later, I wake up spread eagle the next morning on the floor. And I was like, wow, wow. All jewelry intact. Thank God. Thank and God. Of course, and of course I had a huge event that night and I was like, oh man, that happened in December. Um, well, we're going to have to get you some Azunia because they're super easy to make. On the last show, I made the girls the, um, just regular margarita, uh-huh. which is easy because it's organic tequila. And, 100% um, or 96? I don't know, <laughs> but I know um, I know sure the great. I know the guys. I know the owners. I'm going to the distillery this summer, actually. Oh, fun. Um, yeah. Where are and they so based? They are in, I think, Guadalajara or nearby. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff on the horizon there. But, um, yeah, I made it with just the Azunia Blanco. They also have an organic agave and then some oh, lime and some, some water. agave, honey. I'm all about the agave. Yeah, so it's super amazing. easy to make. Throw some jalapenos in there and you got a spicy margarita. Oh, well, I'm definitely in with you because, you know, I love those jalapenos. Yes. Actually, Javier's in Century City carries Azunia and it's delicious there. Oh, That's nice. their, like, signature margarita at the house. Mm. Yes. I'll be there. 
So, okay, let's talk about the magazine industry because, you know, we're in a digital age. Oh, killing me. Uh-huh. You, well, you have another magazine launching, so I, I know do. you know what you're doing, and I want to get some wisdom out of you. Yeah. Like, where is it I'd all like headed in the, next, <laughs> in the next 10 years? Where I mean, what are we going to see? Digital. Digital. Okay, so is that your plan, or are you planning yes. on doing print as well? Or are you going to take La Palme Digital, and then are you going to take Mr. War... Uh- Burton. Burton. <laughs> I, I feel so hesitant. Yeah. No, no, Mr. No, Warburton. Okay. Or yeah. Is that going to be digital as well or print? No, Mr. Warburton is going to be all digital. Okay. Because I, you know, it's funny. I always fantasize about having a store. Just, you know, fabulous and by fabulous, like AbFab. Remember AbFab, the, the, the amazing British TV show? Absolutely fabulous. No. Oh, well, girl, <laughs> girl, you need to get on top of it. Anyway, they did a movie last year. It was genius. Kate Moss was in it. Everyone was in it. it was mm. it's, it's British at its best. Okay. It was the comedy. It's just so outrageous. America tried to make that show over three times, and every time it failed. No. Yeah, no, you got to watch it. It's, so it's called Absolutely Fabulous. It was uh-huh. huge in the 90s, and it still lives on. And you can watch you can watch it on Hulu and Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's amazing. And it's a, it's a great, uh, I've got, I'm laying down for eight hours and you could just laugh the entire time. Just make sure the bathroom's closed because you'll pee your pants. Hmm. Um, so La Palme, we're, we're printing um, and we will continue to print because it started that way, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that it's a struggle. Well, I don't think it. I know it, but it's it's part of our, it's part of the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So we struggle through and we do it. Uh, the digital, uh, the website looks really good. People in, seem to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Mister Warburton is. I'm going in all digital because I think that's the future and that's just what it is. Right. I w- I want to do a once a year. A print version of the best of the year. Mm, I like that. So full celeb, uh, but tie it with an event. So it'd be like a book launch, uh, gallery show of the work, mm-hmm. you know, and f- a fabulous party for it. You know, I mean, I'll do issue parties for sure in between because I'm all about the party. Yes, but but I would like to do gallery things and make it more interactive that way. Mm-hmm. I also want to do small films uh i'm adding a web series to it called freshman and legends Mm. and that is going to be uh young designers young actors young uh artists of some sort and then the legend Mm -hmm. along with it because i think that legends get forgotten and we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't have what we have without them and I think it's really important. And I think it's really interesting to watch and hear their stories. I'm, I'm obsessed with watching old documentaries on YouTube about Betty Grable and, you know, um, Marilyn and, mm. you know, all these old, you know, not just movie stars, but but executives and people that have made businesses out of nothing. And I, th- right. I find that really interesting. Yeah, likewise. Because, you know, th- that was such a different time. And some things now you can never achieve again, and some things now you could achieve more so because mm-hmm. of because of you know the times we live in, right? Um, and so that'll be added in, and I think that uh, video is so important now, especially with it's the new magazine, yeah. You know, and so like I said, I want to take it digital, and then I want to start a prêt-à-porter type of situation along with it, and I don't want to talk too much about that because it's it's deep. Of, of exactly what I want to do with it and the goal of it, mm. but it's never been done. Okay. And so, and I am a fan of all of those different things. And just because of me being here and no one said anything like what I want to do out of Hollywood and it combines commerce with publicity. And so it's, it's just a different approach of promoting and how you promote and how to promote multiple things at one time mm. organically because I think that things need to desperate and it's changing as we speak mm-hmm. because I think if you're not if it's not organic and you're not authentic people are not buying now right it's over that's why the age of celebrity is ending right you know yeah. I it's so funny I was observing several celebs doing commercials now or even yeah. TV shows when they were like, 
I don't know, A-list movie stars. And yes. it's just, it's such an interesting transition. And then, and then people who, I don't know what their talent is are huge on social media. You know, I'm yes. not saying they don't have it. I just, I, I don't yeah. know yeah, why yeah, they're yeah. famous. It's hard know? to pinpoint their talents. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this yeah, is the time. That. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the point. You know, I think that um, what is so interesting about now, it's all being diluted. Mm-hmm. You know, because on YouTube, you could be a massive star and sell thousands of units right. of product where you could be an A-list star and not sell 150 units. Sure. You know, and I think that's really what it comes down to. And I I also, what I'm seeing for the future, and I, fi- and I find this very interesting with authenticity, is that, you know, always hiring a celebrity to do something, like a celebrity, like an actor. Right. Right? Because actors are not authentic. Mm-hmm. They play characters. Right. That's what they do. Right. And, you know, you never meet an actor with this, oh my God, wow, personality, usually. Mm-hmm. Because they have to save it to be able to create another character with it. Mm. See what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't, if, you're, if your job and your passion is to play other people, how difficult is it? To develop your own personality that you then have to erase. Right. To turn into something else. Interesting. You know, but that's, I mean, that's an interesting mentality yeah. of all of that. And, you know, I know a lot of actors that are have fabulous personalities, but that's not, that's not, I don't think the norm. You know, right. a lot of people have to be reserved. You know, it's, I, I got a lot of, um buzz a couple years ago which not on purpose it was just something that it was something that i noticed you know i've worked with beyonce and solange and they're Mm. amazing 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 they're gonna have to introduce me like i love Beyonce. i actually i just need to go to one of her shows oh so you know i've never been to a concert before oh i've been to the grammys which some people say is a concert but i've never been to a concert oh that's interesting yeah (laughs) i went as a kid and then i never went i don't overly enjoy them Really? Yeah, it's a bit public. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and I don't like crowds. In. Yeah, 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 it's a bit smushy. I'm like, Meh. yeah, you know, no, and then it's <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, and a line for the bathroom, I find the most unappealing thing oh, ever okay. in life. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's things like that. I'm not. I'm like, mm, why am I putting myself in that situation? If it's yeah. a private concert, I'm in. Sure. Yeah, I know a guy actually. I can connect to. He puts on like super exclusive, like 25 people in the room type events. Oh, that's. And they're like, they're with huge celebs. I want to live that life. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll I'll be taking you up on that. Yeah. Um, But listen, I, I, with, with Beyonce and whatever, they were my first big job Mm. ever. I'm still friends with Ty Hunter, who very famously is their stylist. And he Mm. just did something, you know, when I see, um, I see Tina, her mom socially Mm. sometimes. And, uh, but something I noticed even then was that in person, Beyonce's very reserved mm-hmm. and very quiet. Right. And Solange has a big personality. And Interesting. so, but uh-huh. Beyonce saves it all. When she performs, to become and Sasha, Sasha Fierce and all mm-hmm. of this, you know, and, and that's just, and Solange just has a bigger personality, but she doesn't come out the way Beyonce does. Like mm-hmm. her stuff is more her, her vibe. Yeah. But she has a bigger personality, which that all went viral, went crazy everywhere. And I was like, oh, that was just an observation that is an easy observation. It's not like a, yeah. I'm not telling tales out of school. You know what I mean? Was, was anyone like, offended? No, 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 no. But it was just funny how it turned into something. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't like to talk about other people in general, Yeah, you know, but I mean. And that was a nice thing to say, but I was like, oh, was that some secret that wasn't supposed to? I, wow. Well, you've okay. made a lot of good observations that maybe people don't take the time to really consider. Yeah. I mean, I, I yes, I think of, well, because it's all the walking. <laughs> I'm always thinking yeah, about you clear things. your mind. I'm you know what? I need to walk things. more. You've inspired me. I really need to incorporate this into my day. It's great exercise. Number one. It gets you outside. It gets vitamin D. You know, it keeps you yeah. healthy. And you're just, you can think, you know what I mean? I mean, you can't wear your five-inch uh, Charlotte Olympias, maybe, <laughs> to, to do some major walking. Right. But I'm always the walker. I'm always like, oh, it's just down here. And everyone's like, how far? I go, yeah. oh, just a couple blocks, 10 blocks away. You right. know, I'm like, just a few more. They're like, uh, you know, I mean, that's just, I, I've always been that way, though. 
Well, maybe I'll join you and Marissa, your publicist, on a hike oh, one of these days. I love Marissa. She's yeah, she's actually how I I got to meet you. I I'm know, very incredible. thankful. Give her a little shout out. Oh, I love you, Marissa Hebert. And Matt Dillon, their business partners. Yes. Yeah. I haven't met Matt yet, but um, I think we're doing a show together. So. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah he, I think I'm we've doing been, his show. We've been, oh, yes. Yeah. He has that fabulous show, Sipping yeah. the Tea. So much fun. It's a, it's a blast. I haven't done it yet either. Um, I met him over 10 years ago and we've been besties ever since. And he was my manager for a time. And then, you know, mm. and then that's how I met Marissa. And now we're just one big, happy one big family. family. Love it. Amazing. So let's do some social plugs. Yeah. Um, how can people find you? At Derek War Burton. <laughs> Super easy. And we'll tag yes. you in the pics. And, yes. Oh, thank and you. you can find us on uh, the future of dot radio on Instagram. And I'm the Jenna Ben. Um, we are officially out of time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You've been on with the future of uh, we're on every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We re-air every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can find uh, previous episodes on my website, jennabenemy.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week.